Yo, yo, yo. What is up, wrestling fans? Welcome to Ring Scoops Live. I'm the webmaster, Wade Needham. It is Thursday, March 25th, 2021. As you can see, we got a, a new look here for Ring Scoops Live. First Ring Scoops Live in quite some time. Um, but yeah, I got uh, got some new equipment. You can see we got the green screen back there. It's working. Finally, after all these years, man, we've been trying to get green screen working for like such a long time. Had a lot of problems with like different different materials, different lighting, all that good stuff. But uh, it's it's working now. I got something real simple back there, and it's I'm happy with it, man. We got Adian in the chat. G Freeland's in the chat as well. What's up, guys? How is everybody doing today? Hope everyone's doing fantastic. Um, I know I am. I know I am. Later on today, um, after the stream, I'm going to head out to the store because I'm going to pick up the Rocks Energy Drink. Um, I had a little concerns over it because a lot of energy drinks that have come out, they have a certain ingredient in it that I'm allergic to. Uh, sorbitol. Actually, a lot of different sugar substitutes um, that are you know alcohol-based. Sorbitol, mannitol, um, propylene glycol, that kind of stuff. I have a really bad allergic reaction to it. But the Rocks Energy Drink doesn't have any of that stuff in it. It's got sucralose. That's the artificial sweetener. And I can have sucralose. So... I'm going to get one of those. I'm going to try it out. If I like it, I'll get a bunch of them. And uh, we'll try them all out right here on the stream. Actually, you know what? That would be a pretty cool That would be a pretty cool uh, thing to do on the stream. Is to just actually do the first tasting, right? I shouldn't even do it in private. Uh, G Freeland says, doing good, man. How about you? I'm doing really good right now. Um, the, this week started off kind of kind of weird for me but uh i made some changes with some of the stuff going on in my life and uh, i've been happy since um been very very happy since like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders man um cut i cut some fat in my life let's just say that made some changes and uh you know on a personal level a lot of different good good changes there too as well so Adian says, uh, doing amazing, hyped for August. Oh, yeah, brother, August. What's going on in August? Is that the where you're, that concert you're going to, Adian? That you're, uh, I remember you were saying that on Twitter the other day that you were looking forward to it. Oh, look at the green screen going right through my yellow thing. That's interesting. Maybe I ought to switch over to this bottle instead. Get the Ring Scoops logo on there. There we go. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world of professional wrestling this week, huh? Huh? Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of interesting things. Um, you know what I think I'm going to do with this stream here? As obviously we're going to be doing this stream, we're going to be talking a lot about stuff going on in professional wrestling. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the audio from it, and I think I'm going to put it up on Anchor as an actual podcast as well. And then I think I'll take clips from the stream and I'll put them up individually as as different clips up on YouTube as well so everybody over on the YouTube platform can enjoy what's going on if they're not able to join the live streams right here on Ring Scoops. Um, and don't worry, we're still going to have gaming content here on the Ring Scoops uh, Twitch channel uh, just because I got the green screen working and we're doing Ring Scoops Live talking about all this stuff doesn't mean that it's a complete overhaul of the channel or anything. 
I want to try to do these kind of streams right here where I can integrate them into the podcast and YouTube clips as well. And of course, we'll have our kickback uh, gaming streams. Uh, we had Slam and Jam earlier this week as well. Slam and Jam is back, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget that. Slam and Jam is back. Super Stimulated was the mega event that took place this last week. As a matter of fact, we got a little bit of breaking news that happened. Um, this went out about an hour and a half ago on Discord. Uh, breaking news. I have received word from Slam and Jam officials due to the SNJ Super Stimulated stream ending prematurely. The SNJ Championship match, the decision has been reversed. Goliath is still the champion, and Bruce Lee has been stripped of the championship. Authorities have also stated that at the next SNJ event, Buzz Lightyear and Cannon Abel will receive rematches for both the United States Championship and the Tag Team Championship, respectively. Both of those matches will have stipulations yet to be announced. So there's your little Slam and Jam news right there for Slam and Jam fans. Goliath is still Slam and Jam world champion. Bruce Lee, unfortunately, stripped of the championship. A lot of things went down on that stream of Slam and Jam. Buzz Lightyear, who received a lifetime ban after substance abuse, uh, somehow he got a new contract and he's back in Slam and Jam. I don't know how that even happened. Bobby Spade refused to answer my calls and texts all week about that. Something's going on. And then, of course, the feed got cut. And now the decision is made for Goliath to, to keep the belt. And then Kane and Abel get rematches for the tag titles. And, and Buzz Lightyear also gets a rematch for the U.S. title. It's really weird, man. It's really weird. I have no idea what's going on in Slamma Jam. I'm just a commentator. That's all I do. I just commentate. That's it. I don't know, man. I don't know. Hey, um, in case you're wondering, uh, you see me wearing this ring scoop shirt right here. You guys can pick that up over at prowrestlingtees.com slash ring scoops. Uh, we got a lot of other t-shirts up there. Uh, we got the VKM such good shit dollar bill shirt. We got the gorilla position shirt. Where's Clem? And a whole lot more. And we also got t-shirts for our personalities here on Ring Scoops as well. Macaball, Cat, Blade. Uh, we got a Slam and Jam shirt up there as well. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Ring Scoops. Let's get to one of the first news topics in the world of professional wrestling that I kind of want to address here. Um, Dave Batista. He issued out a statement regarding... The WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, Dave Batista said this on Twitter, and I quote, To the WWE Universe, unfortunately, due to previous obligations, I'm unable to be part of the WWE Hall of Fame this year. By my request, they have agreed to induct me as a future, at a future ceremony, where I'll be able to properly thank the fans and people who made my career possible. Hashtag Dream Chaser, end quote. So that's the quote from Dave Batista. Uh, what do you guys in the chat think about Dave Batista's decision to kind of sit this year out? Um, because he wants, it's two things. He had previous obligations that are taking place, and he also wants to address the fans, um, you know, in a, in a more traditional setting with a, a full crowd, full capacity crowd, if you will. 
Aiden in the chat says, hell yeah, Big Dave. I think, you know, as far as qualifications go for the Hall of Fame, Dave Batista surely checks all the boxes. G. Freeland says he deserves it. I would have preferred it with the fans if it were me. I agree. Dave Batista is definitely one of those major headline names for the Hall of Fame ceremony. Um, so I think it makes sense for Batista to be inducted into the Hall of Fame with a full crowd. I, I, I'm 100% on his decision there. Plus, if since this year they're kind of they're combining the 2020 and the 2021 classes, right? So the Hall of Fame is going to be extra long compared to you know previous years. And so you take a big name like Batista out, who's going to want a lot of time to talk about his career, right? Uh, he had a career that spanned over two decades. It's a long time. Makes me feel old saying that because I remember when the guy debuted. I remember hearing about him, his work in OVW before he even got called up. So to say two decades, that makes me feel real old. <laughs> but um, says the guy that's coming up like in the next two, three years uh, on his... 40th birthday, but uh, G Freeland says uh, for the NWO induction, do you think Sean Waltman should be there? To me, it should only be Hogan, Nash, and Hall. That's it's a great question. Um, I think the NWO induction, in my opinion, I think it works with or without Sean Waltman. To be honest, um, Waltman is. Waltman's interesting because he's one of the rare guys that was in both the NWO and in DX because I mean, he was in the click, right? Um, would the NWO have been different without Sean Waltman? I think certain aspects would have been different. Would the overall NWO presentation have been different without Sean Waltman? Probably not. Um, but then again, I have no idea how much he uh, brought to the table backstage. I don't know how much of an influence. But there's no doubt about it that without Waltman going to WCW in 96, being part of the NWO throughout 96 and 97, him coming back in 98 to the WWE, cutting that promo the night after WrestleMania and joining DX it would have never had the same impact. And I think, I think Waltman's run in DX, I think is more warranted for the hall of fame than his involvement in the NWO. That's no doubt about it. Uh, so, I mean, I had no, obviously no qualms about him going in with DX. I got no qualms with him going to NWO either. Um, but no, I think if the NWO was going in, Hogan, Hall, and Nash, I, that would have been that would have been perfect if it was just the three of them. I think they're just throwing Waltman a bone. Um, not to say that he needs pity or anything, but you know, I don't think if I don't think it matters if he was in it or not going in the Hall of Fame with the NWO. Um, I mean, that's just my thoughts on that. Uh, G Freeland says uh, he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame at DX, in my opinion. Yeah, no, without a doubt. He definitely, definitely earned the Hall of Fame uh, with his time with DX. Uh, Waltman, you know, everybody always talks about Walt, got Waltman heat, right? The go-home heat. 
I never quite fully understood that. I've always been a fan of his work in the ring. I've, I don't think I have ever uh, experienced, you know, what the majority of wrestling fans have, have expressed about what the go-home Waltman heat is. Um, I, I've never, I never, like, disliked the guy that much. There may have been maybe a couple incidences, maybe, that I was like, eh, all right, X-Pac, you know. But not to the point where I was like, God, I wish this guy was off my TV. Nothing like that. I've always been a fan of his work. I've always respected his work ethics. I think Sean Waltman's a hell of a talent. Um, I think oftentimes I think he was, you know, underlooked. Uh, but he definitely carried his weight in the ring. He was no slouch. He was not a lazy guy. But um, speaking of the uh, Hall of Fame... We've got some Hall of Fame stuff to talk about here. Uh, the WWE India Instagram announced that the Great Kali is going in the Hall of Fame this year. So that's going to be cool. So we got the Great Kali going to be in this year's Hall of Fame. And also announced on uh, this episode of The Bump, WWE's The Bump this week, it was announced that Kane will go in the Hall of Fame as well. So we got the great Kali and we got Kane. Uh, Molly Holly is also going in the Hall of Fame this year. Um, Eric Bischoff is also going in this year. I think this is a very interesting um, Hall of Fame class. But here's the thing. So the NWO was supposed to go in last year, which of course because of COVID and everything, NWO is going in this year. Eric Bischoff would have been the perfect guy to induct them. However, now he's going in this year, and they're having the induction ceremony for both classes. So who inducts the NWO? And who inducts Eric Bischoff? Because, I, you know, I would, I would think Bischoff would be the perfect guy to induct the NWO. And I think maybe Hulk Hogan would have been the perfect guy, perhaps, to induct Eric Bischoff, if not Vince McMahon. But Vince, I think he appeared at the Hall of Fame, what, one time? And that was, what, for Steve Austin, right? G. Freeland says, Bischoff going to be inducted by Stephanie, I think. <laughs> really, Stephanie? What's up, DA? DA's in the chat. DA, uh, DA says, DX. That's a tongue twist, right? DA, DX. D, uh, DX inducts the NWO. Okay. And Adian says that Ted Turner inducts the NWO. You know, you bring up a, a, a great name, Ted Turner. Here's my question to everybody out there in the chat. And if you guys are watching this clip on YouTube, leave a comment down below. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button and the bell notification as well. Um, here's my question to all you guys. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, hit me up, ringscoops at gmail.com. Um, Ted Turner. Do you think Ted Turner would ever go in the WWE Hall of Fame? And do you think he should? And if he if he shouldn't, what's your reasoning why Ted Turner should not go in the WWE Hall of Fame? Because there's a lot of different things, right? I mean, everybody always has the the same argument about certain people that are in the Hall of Fame that shouldn't be in there or, or they think they shouldn't be in there, I should say. There's been a lot of people that have uh, showed a dismay 
uh, about, you know, Drew Carey going in the Hall of Fame, Donald Trump going in the Hall of Fame, uh, even a guy like a Coco Beware going in the Hall of Fame. I think Coco Beware deserved it. Um, G. Freeland says he, he thinks he's really bad with uh, dementia. Okay, well, that's unfortunate then. Um, but that doesn't mean that they still can't induct him in some capacity. But but I think the question still remains, do you think that Ted Turner is deserving of a WWE Hall of Fame induction? And in my opinion, I think I think he should. Uh, Ted Turner's involvement in professional wrestling I think goes back further well before the Monday Night War. Uh what was uh, what was the incident in the eighties, right? Black Tuesday or whatever it was called. Uh, WWE was on the Superstation, and then Ted Turner got into the wrestling business. Eventually, led up to the Monday Night Wars. Uh, the way that Ted Turner had micromanaged and uh, and let Bischoff, you know, run WCW. There's there's no doubt about it that WCW in general helped change the landscape of professional wrestling and when you talk about that you have to talk about the structure to which that came to be you start with the, the talent right and what's above that or around that same area I shouldn't say above I don't want to create a hierarchy within people that performed on the shows or worked the shows but you got the workers you got the entertainers you got the wrestlers all that stuff then you got the production crew right those work hand in hand then you got the people that put stuff together in the backstage to Eric Bischoff, and he also did marketing and, and, and branding and all that stuff too. But then you got some of the other executives, like for TNT. They didn't have too much of a hand in it, but you still, the buck kind of stopped there to a certain point. But it, eventually it, it goes all the way up to Ted Turner, the guy that signed the paychecks. Um, he's the one that that was a, a catalyst in the uh, the formation of the Monday Night Wars with, with Nitro. So, oh. <sighs> I, I think, I think Ted Turner that should go in the Hall of Fame. Uh, G. Freeland says uh, he does deserve it, but don't think Vince would do it. I don't know. Uh, that's a good question, though. Should Would Vince do it? Uh, let's see what else. Chief Freeland in the chat says, uh, do you think some of the talent that went to AEW will ever go to the Hall of Fame? The likes of Jericho, Big Show, Christian, Matt Hardy, and Tony Schiavone. Uh, Tony Schiavone is a wild card in, in that list. Because um, was Schiavone... Schiavone was in WWE... I think for like what one year back in '89, I think he called a, a SummerSlam. Um, oh yeah, Shivani was the voice of WCW Nitro for sure. Shivani, Bobby Heenan, Larry Zabisco. Um, I mean, he may not have been the best in the ring or anything, but Steve Mongo McMichael's voice on commentary on Nitro was kind of. Uh, Memorable. Um, all jokes aside about Mongo and everything, right? And still, 
at least for me, hearing Mongo on commentary sitting there at the booth, they had a cat with them too, right? Or no, was that Zabisco? I can't. Somebody had a cat with them all the time on commentary at WCW. But um, do I think that any of those guys will go to the Hall of Fame? Of course, yes, one day. They they all deserve it. They are definitely Jericho for sure is a surefire Hall of Fame guy. Uh, and and Jericho's not too uh, he's not too proud to take a payday from Vince down the road and go in the Hall of Fame. Big Show will definitely go in the Hall of Fame. Christian will go in the Hall of Fame. Matt Hardy, yes, they will all go in the Hall of Fame. Tony Schiavone will go in the Hall of Fame when he's no longer working. Uh, Jericho, Big Show, Christian, Matt Hardy, those guys could still be working uh, down the road and doing some other stuff and going to the Hall of Fame. But Tony Schiavone, I think he will only go in the Hall of Fame when he's no longer working at all. Dustin Rhodes, yes, of course, dude. He will go in the Hall of Fame, in my opinion. That man right there, Goldust, the character Goldust, he was attitude before the attitude era. No chance for Cody. <laughs> That's what Chief Freeland says in the chat. No, no chance for Cody. Cody's a Cody's an interesting guy. I I don't think he would go in the WWE Hall of Fame. I don't. As far as like his run in in, in the WWE, I don't think he had. I mean, he might have been on his way towards you know maybe a, maybe a Hall of Fame career. I think he he accomplished more during his run than you know say a guy like Coco Beware who I'd used earlier as a an example, but. Um, I think it all depends on what AEW does over the next couple of years because obviously Cody had a huge hand in that. If AEW is able to, especially with NXT moving to Tuesdays pretty soon, the wrestling television it, landscape is going to be changing in the next two, three weeks. This is This is the chance right here for all the promotions, not just NXT or AEW, but Impact as well and even NWA because they're going up against um, uh, NXT on Tuesdays now, right? Um, if AEW could pick things up, Cody has a huge involvement in that and it's a, a way to elevate a lot of new talent and bring new talent to the forefront, mainstream media here in, uh, in the United States and North America. For professional wrestling, then uh, yeah, Cody should go in the Hall of Fame. Having a hand in that. I'm not trying to discredit Cody at all. I'm just giving my just giving my opinions. Well, okay. Wow. What do we got here? Oh, what else is to talk about? Okay, so we talked about Dave Batista. We talked about a lot of Hall of Fame talk here. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Check this out. Um, little tidbit. Did you guys know? You guys heard about uh, Peacock? Peacock cutting uh, or they're editing out certain controversial segments and clips and stuff out of WWE content. Um, I guess like the two biggest things, obviously, and, and kudos to them for doing it. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm all for preserving original content, but there's certain things that you probably to just go ahead and just cut out because it just doesn't deserve to be there. 2005 Survivor Series when Vince dropped the end bomb 
that got cut. And I agree with that. You don't need to put that. You know, I wouldn't even censor it. I'd just cut that. That was just that segment didn't do anything for the show. So who cares? Plus, the clip is everywhere else online. If you wanted to watch it that bad, if you're hard up on watching it, I mean, it's not hard to find. Another thing that they removed was the Roddy Piper match against Bad News Brown from WrestleMania 6. That was when uh, Piper came out and half of his body was painted black. So they cut that out. Like, they cut, like, the whole match out, apparently. Um... I, you know what? I would have to, like, I'll take a day to kind of think and assess about that one before I get my thoughts on that one. But I'm, I'm, I'm indifferent when it comes to certain cuts and edits and stuff like that. So, I mean, it is what it is, right? What else we got here? It's uh, one thing I do want to talk about. G Freeland briefly talked about it there in the chat, but I want to bring up the official news. There it is right there. So G Freeland brought it up, and we got the press release here in front now, that Impact, Impact Wrestling, will be moving to Thursday night starting April 8th. Uh, Today, Impact officially confirmed the move. Flagship weekly show returns to traditional night starting April 8th. Impact World Champion Rich Swan, AEW World Champion... Kenny Omega will be part of a massive six-man main event on the first Impact on Access on Thursday, April 8th. Impact Wrestling confirmed today that its weekly flagship show, Impact, will return to its traditional Thursday night time slot beginning April 8th. The fastest-paced show in professional wrestling will now air at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, each and every Thursday on Access TV. The return of Impact to its traditional night will be marked by a massive main event. The inaugural Impact on Thursday, April 8th will feature the Impact match debut of all elite wrestling world champion Kenny Omega, who teams with the Good Brothers, Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows, in a six-man main event against reigning Impact world champion Rich Swan, former two-time Impact world champion Eddie Edwards, and the former X-Division champion, Willie Mack. It's a lot more to the press release, but you guys can check that out over on the Impact Wrestling uh, Twitter. I think it's at Impact Wrestling, right? We have overall Alex in the chat. What's up, Alex? How are you doing, buddy? Alex, uh, there was some late breaking news in Slam and Jam in Discord. I talked about it briefly at the beginning of the stream. Um... I know that you like your Slam and Jam news, buddy. We got some late breaking news about what happened at the end of Super Stimulated this week. I'm looking forward to Impact moving to Thursdays. Wrestling every night of the week. Every night of the week. On Monday night, we got Raw. We got AEW Dark um, Elevation. Tuesdays is going to be uh, NXT and AEW Dark. Wednesdays is Dynamite, Thursday is NXT UK, and um, Impact Wrestling, and the Friday is Friday Night SmackDown. And then, of course, the occasional Impact and AEW pay-per-views on Saturdays, and WWE pay-per-views on Sundays. And the takeovers. 
which I think will be Sundays too, right? So it's going to be cool. What else we got? And wrestling news that's worthy of talking. I guess um, Epico had some comments about Andrade wanting to leave the company. Here's what Epico had to say about this. Epico's statement, quote, I'm happy for him. He's put in his time there. He's put in his time outside of WWE. He deserved a better spot and now doing his own thing. Nobody can cut his wings off and he can fly high and do what he wants to do best. Right now, he's one of the best in the world, second to none. On top of that, he's one of my good friends. I was just talking to him today, cracking some jokes and just talking about his future and the future looks bright for him, end quote. I totally agree. Andrade, one of the one of the greatest talents in the world of professional wrestling today. Kind of notice it's getting a little darker in her. Set the light up. All right. Ember Moon did an interview with GiveMeSport.com where she talked about going back to NXT. Here's what Ember Moon had to say about her move back to NXT. Quote, I started just looking and I was like, I don't know if I fit in on Raw. Don't know if I fit in on SmackDown. But NXT, that's someplace I fit in. So I went and I had a meeting and just told Triple H how I felt. And he was like, okay, if this is something you really want to do, fuck yeah. I would love to have you back. But we got to see. Because all we all know that they really love you up there. End quote. That's part, that's, there's another quote here, but that's pretty much the gist of it. So she wanted to uh, go back to NXT and she hit up Triple H. She said, um, yeah, okay, let's do it. And that's pretty much it. I like hearing stories like that because the internet likes to jump to conclusions really fast and they like to pretend like they know 100% every daily going on backstage. So when you hear something like that, it defeats a lot of the stuff that people say online. It puts a, uh, a hamper on, on the rumors and whatnot. Right? And people don't like that because then they get shot down for what they think. You know, it's it's one thing to, to come off like a know it all and, and whatnot. It's another thing to really clearly express that you were given an opinion about something. That's why you'll often hear me say that, be like, well, you know, it's what I think or it's my opinion or I can only speak for myself. Unless it's something I am actually there to witness. It's all fucking perspective and hearsay. And the chat, G Freeland says, Andrade, so good to shame what happened. I hear he has a 90-day, he has no 90-day no-compete clause. I heard that as well, that Andrade's got no-compete. I heard that as well. During this week's AEW Dynamite, it was announced that the company's first non-televised event will take place on Friday, April 9th, during WrestleMania 37 weekend. AEW had this to tweet. Two AEW events for 40 bucks plus fees. Wednesday, April 7th, live AEW Dynamite. And Friday, April 9th, AEW's first ever non-televised event. Just $20 per show. 
combo tickets go on sale this Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern. It can only be purchased by calling 904-633-2000 or email ticketing at boldeventsjax.com. You guys go to at AEW and look for that tweet. Um, interesting thing about this announcement that AEW is going to have a house show WrestleMania weekend. Um, it was just two years ago. Somebody had asked Cody Rhodes if he would do AEW house shows or if they would ever run during WrestleMania weekend and whatnot. And Cody Rhodes shot that down. Cody Rhodes said, and I let me, I have a screenshot here of what he had to say. Let me try to find it. Because I will tell you right now. Okay, here it is. It was, um, actually it wasn't 2019. It was 2020 that he said this. Somebody had tweeted to Cody Rhodes and they said, Cody, are you going to have a show Mania Weekend? And Cody said, quote, no, my friend, that's theirs. Piggybacking would just be lame, end quote. Well, here's the thing, because people are giving Cody crap for that, right? People are calling him out on that. I'm going to kind of play a little devil's advocate here. Just a little devil's advocate, okay? WrestleMania is in Tampa. It's in Florida, right? This AEW house show is going to be in Jacksonville. It's going to be at Daly's Place. AEW's headquarters is pretty much Daly's Place, Jacksonville. That's where everything is ran. That's where... Dynamite runs every single week during this pandemic. They've ran events there at Daly's Place prior to the pandemic as well. Next year's WrestleMania is going to be in Dallas. This year's in Tampa. It's in Florida because of the whole reset thing, right? So just a little devil's advocate. AEW is not running a house show WrestleMania weekend to piggyback off of WrestleMania. They're in a whole different part of the state when they do that. And it's just circumstances, happenstance, I should say, that they're going to be in the same state. Because if the pandemic had never happened, WrestleMania would have been in Tampa last year, and it would have been in L.A. this year. And it's just it leaves it open to a, a bunch of fallacies. What-if fallacies, slippery slope fallacies... It's just a coincidence. It's just a happenstance. It's just really crazy circumstances that went on for this situation to happen. I think we should revisit this in a year when WrestleMania is going to be in Dallas. If NXT, or not NXT, if AEW runs a show during that week in Texas. I think then you could probably argue they're gonna they're trying to piggyback off of WrestleMania. Do I think they're trying to piggyback off of WrestleMania this time around? No. If they, if this event was taking place in Tampa or anywhere down there in southern uh, Florida and not up in northern Florida, you can maybe argue that they're running a show that week in the same place that they've always ran their shows. 
knowing that the pandemic is going to be coming to an end pretty soon and they're going to have to start touring again probably they're probably using this as a precaution to kind of get people uh, back to the idea of working more than just once a week there's nothing wrong with that there's a lot of different things in my opinion of why they could be doing this do I know 100% why they're doing this? hell no I don't I'm just trying to I'm just trying to come up with different situations as to why I think they would be doing this. I don't I don't think they're doing this because of WrestleMania week, to be honest. Does it help that it's WrestleMania week? Well, sure it does, because there's going to be more people in Florida than usual. But, I mean, how many... How What's the distance between Tampa and Jacksonville? It's not like one of those things where, you know, you can be on one side of the town watch a show and four hours later you just drive a couple blocks over and you catch another show and you watch like three or four shows in one night like usual Wrestlemania shows right with the different indies and whatnot when they were putting events on during Wrestlemania weekend it's not like AEW is driving an ice cream truck around Tampa Bay with the AEW banners all over the place like TNA did in Orlando that one year like Mayor Goldie Wilson campaigning to be mayor like remember that when Impact was doing that I remember that. I'm pretty sure the DA remembers that. So, like I said, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here. Just trying to throw a little bit of logic in there. Trying to break different things out. Trying to look at different situations, different perspectives. Instead of just being a linear look at it and just write down straight line. Overall, Alex in the chat says, uh, What a shocking main event of Slam and Jam is probably about a decade or two since Bruce Lee won the world title. Been having buffering issues. I'm sorry about that. Um, I hope hope it's not on my end. I'm not seeing any frame loss or anything like that. My bit rates are still going all right. So, is anyone else experiencing any buffering loss? Let me know in the chat. Adian's question is that thing about why Andrade got released true. What 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 do you mean? What thing about on why Andrade got released? He wanted his release, and they gave it to him. That's there was rumors that he had asked for a release, and then he confirmed it. One of his picks. I got to be more specific, bro. I, I I don't I don't know what you're alluding to. I know that there was rumors that he wanted to be released, and that and he asked for it. And then um, he had come out blatantly and just said yes. He asked for his release on Twitter. Like, he confirmed that rumor. Uh, And then not long after that, they granted his release. The whole no 90-day no-compete clause thing, I I don't know if that has been 100% confirmed or if that's still just a rumor. Um, I know another rumor was there was involvement with Charlotte Flair, I guess, something going on with that, but that was broken because this week she announced the reason why she hasn't been on TV the last couple of weeks is because she's been um, battling COVID and that she won't be at WrestleMania because of that. I mean, you can only go by what you have to take people's word for it, right? If somebody says something, you don't take their word for it, at least or, or kind of like build a foundation off of that then I don't know what the hell you're doing. I would rather go by somebody's word first than somebody, you know, an outsider's rumor or assumption. 
I mean, that's just how a lot of bad info starts getting out there. Let's see what else we got here. Um, all right. So we got we got a couple more little tidbits here, and then and then we'll call it a night after that. Uh, TNT orders roads to the top. A look inside the lives of AEW power couple Cody and Brandy Rhodes as they add a new chapter and member to the Rhodes family legacy. It's a new unscripted series. It goes behind the scenes of AEW. And this was announced yesterday, March 24th. Uh, here's what the press release said. Tonight's action-packed episode of AEW Dynamite delivered another special announcement for soon-to-be parents Cody and Brandy Rhodes. TNT has ordered a new unscripted series, Rhodes to the Top, from Warner Brothers, unscripted television in association with Shed Media. That will go inside the lives of Cody and Brandy as they navigate their growing family while building AEW's global wrestling empire. Each 30-minute episode will take viewers behind the scenes as the power couple manage their ever-busier lives inside and outside the ring, all the while surrounded by a colorful and often hilarious motley crew of wrestlers, family, and friends who both support and test them at every turn. Married in 2013, Cody and Brandy have been on an unprecedented path to wrestling greatness but will now face their newest and possible biggest challenge yet. That's just a big part of the release right there. But yeah, so it looks like Cody and Brandy are getting their own reality series. It's going to be uh, on TNT. And um, hey man, that's cool. Um, reality TV that has wrestling personalities in it has been proven to be a success. Total Divas, Total Bellas, Miz and Mrs. Um, they go hand in hand. It's a great inside look as to what's going on with these performers out of the ring and whatnot. It brings uh, a new set of eyes on, on, on the landscape as well. Think about how many female fans were added to the wrestling community through Total Divas and Total Bellas. It was a whole new demographic that was added to wrestling in the last decade, right? Um, I know there's a lot of critics out there for shows like Total Divas, but it's had its moments. Total Divas allowed wrestling fans to see a glimpse at personalities that we would not have normally seen from some of these people, and not just the Divas or, or the women in wrestling. But Rusev really got to show his personality. Miro, you know, um, during the time that Lana was on Total Divas and we got to see the comedic, the comedic personality, the comedy out of a guy like Rusev. It's a funny guy. Um, prior to that, I remember I was always like, I see him on TV. I'd be like, ah, Rusev's a good guy in the ring. That's it. You know, that's all I knew about the guy. He's good talent in the ring. But then when I saw these clips on Total Divas and whatnot, He's a funny dude. I was like, man, this guy would be a really cool guy to hang out with, you know, like 
if you like if you had like a party going on like a WrestleMania party or like well, he'd be performing at WrestleMania but like a Super Bowl or a get together a barbecue or something like that and Rusev is there dude would be the life of the party man it'd be really cool to hang out with a guy like that you know and um, so shows like that you know, the Miz and Mrs uh, with the Miz and Maurice I love that show. Yeah, I know. I, I'm going to get a lot of crap from that from people. They're probably going to be like, yeah, you, you moron, dude. You're watching that crap. Not everything has to be serious. Come on. I enjoy shows like that. It's it's not like I watch it like, oh, my God, it's 8 o'clock on whatever. I, I got to stop what I'm doing and watch it. It's not like that. Um, I watch it casually. I turn on Hulu like the day or two after it airs and I'll 20 minutes out of the day. Come on. 20 minutes out of the week, really watch these kind of shows it's not taking up too much time and it's it's kind of cool to just jump out of reality ironically watching reality television so more power to Cody and Brandy I know there's going to be a lot of people out there going to just be like ah, screw them I, they're, they're very polarizing figures compared to a lot of other people in wrestling Cody and Brandy I don't think there's really a middle ground when it comes to, to Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes I think a lot of people are there. Like you either like them or you hate them. I don't think there's a lot of middle ground. Um, very small gray area. Adian in the chat says, "I used to watch Total Bellas with my mom. I love that stuff." Right on, man. See, that's cool. That's cool, bro. Because like, see, you got some quality time with your mom watching the show together, right? And that's a beautiful thing, right there, bro. That's cool. I remember. Um, Years ago, I think it was like the first season of, of Total Divas. Um, I was watching it, and my mom it saw me watching it. And she stopped, and first, at first glance, right, she thought it was like the Kardashian show because it was on E and all that crap. She's like, "Ah, oh, you watch this crap?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "You know that that's, that reality crap." And I was like, "It's with wrestlers and stuff, you know, Daniel Bryan, the Bella Twins, John Cena's on this one, season one, right?" So she stopped, she watched it a little bit, and she was like, oh, this is kind of funny, you know? She kind of got into it. She didn't watch it, like, every episode with me, but whenever she saw that it was on, you know, she'd watch it a little bit. That's a cool thing, man. You're right. D- Daniel Bryan was funny on that show. He's, he's, a, he's a cool guy. He's a really cool guy. So Cody, Brandy, Roads to the Top. Um, I'll check it out. I'll check it out when it debuts. I'll definitely check that out. All right, so we got our last news tidbit of the day here on the stream. Um, the ratings for last night. AEW Dynamite against NXT, the Wednesday Night Wars, right? AEW Dynamite, they pulled 757,000 viewers. While NXT drew 678,000 viewers. So, another win for AEW Dynamite. Uh, in the demos, the 18 to 49 demo, AEW got a .3, while NXT got a .14. AEW finished 6th for the night, while NXT finished 29th for the night. So, we're, we're winding down. To the end of the Wednesday Night Wars, because NXT is going to be moving over to Tuesdays. And then, of course, that's Impact moving over to Thursdays. 
This is going to be a big jumble in the wrestling industry in the next two, three weeks. So it's going to be very interesting to see how the rest of 2021 plays out because the wrestling skip that we, the landscape that we know wrestling as right now will definitely be different six months from now, be different three months from now. Be very intrigued to see what the numbers are going to be this coming summer. You know, it's going to be interesting. Okay, so that's that's all I got for uh, for Ring Scoops Live. Um, I want to thank everybody out there for tuning in to the stream. Um, like I said at the beginning, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the audio from this. This will be the official Ring Scoops podcast for this week over on Anchor.fm/RingScoops. Of course, we got this live right here as well. Uh, I'm going to take the video, chop it up into little pieces, put up little clips up on YouTube as well, and um, we'll have some fun with it. So we got content all around. We got podcasts, we got YouTube, we got Twitch stream, all in one. And it wouldn't be possible without you guys. Overall, Alex, Adian, G Freeland, the DA, everybody. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Don't forget to check out Ring Scoops on social media, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, TikTok, all at Ring Scoops. And ProWrestlingTees.com slash Ring Scoops as well. You can get, get your Ring Scoops gear. Hey, we're all Ring Scoops out, man. Ring Scoops Mike, Ring Scoops shirt. We've got the Ring Scoops logo down there as well. And of course, in the background, you guys can't can you see it? Can you notice it? It's the Ring Scoops logo there as well. All right. There you go. Got some big news coming up in Ring Scoops in the next couple of days as well. Hopefully you're going to finalize something at the beginning of April. And I'll have an announcement out there for all of you guys as well. So, All right. I'm out. Thank you all for tuning in. Until next time, the Webmaster Wade Needham saying thank you. Good night and be cool.